Hello, everyone. <clears throat> My voice. Wow. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Beyond Bitcoin Show. Today is May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. May the 4th, 2019. Strong hand, unconfiscatable. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Deferral of gratification. Conviction. Avoid mediocrity. All right, everyone. As many of you know, I was at my high school reunion tonight, and it is almost 3 a.m. in the morning in Baltimore, but in Los Angeles, where some of you are right now, and where I'm going to be uh, in a week, uh, it is still the 4th, so we're saying it's May the 4th. All right. So... Uh, the, the, it was great to see everyone tonight at my reunion. If you happen to be watching this uh, and you're in my high school class, you can see my, I was talking a lot. My voice has got shot, didn't it? Um, but no, my, my Bitcoin shows are not usually like this. This is a beyond Bitcoin show for all the newbies out there. So we're going to talk about subjects other than Bitcoin. Every Saturday night, I do something like this. Uh, and if, uh, Dr. Johnston, my, my friend, if he's watching this, you, you put on a good, uh, Thanks for hosting everything. And he was one of the guys that I talked about Bitcoin with a very few people tonight, um, but some people did have interest and Dr. Johnston was one of them. So that's a good sign. Hey, by next, by next reunion in five years, there'll be more people talking about Bitcoin. And uh, well, anyway, check out uh, Friday show, everyone. It was the... Uh, <clears throat> This week in Bitcoin show, and we had two guests from Venezuela, one from Colombia. It it got pretty heated there a little bit, so I think I think everyone will enjoy that. And the two guys from Venezuela had two different takes. They were similar takes, but they were still different on what is going on in Venezuela. I would just say this: if I mean, <laughs> it's not the United States of America's fault that the Venezuelan government bases their entire economy around oil okay that's not the united states government's fault for all of you who like to blame america for everything uh so that was discussed and of course we talked about the bitcoin situation there by the way guys i since i've been away most of the day i don't even know really what's going on in bitcoin today thank god it is the beyond bitcoin show because i'm just going to talk about regular life subjects here so and i just heard there was a controversy in the kentucky derby I had no idea Two weeks to the Preakness. Pound that like button if you even know what the Preakness is. If you're from Baltimore, you hopefully you do. Uh, so uh, one, one last thing about the, the reunion. Uh, it's, it's great to see old friends. And this is a tip for everyone out there. It's good to go to reunions. It's good to see your old friends. It's good to get in touch. And you realize that you know the past is the past. And it, for a night, it's good to talk about the past. It's good to you know get get in touch with everyone again. Um, but the world has changed a lot, uh, and people have changed a lot. And you you should be happy that you're not the same person. That you're not the same person. Um, I'm not the same person I was back then. It's interesting to to look back on those times and, and stuff, and uh, to see that I have matured. <laughs> and so it it it, it was a it's always a learning experience, and uh, it, it also is a, a, it shows strength that you know you don't need to be with your old friends. You can get get a you know you can get in touch with them a couple times a year, or whatever, and that's good enough. We're all men. 
we can all move on and yeah it it was a nice time uh there's some pretty successful people in my class it's a, a diverse group of people one dude doing some string theory theoretical physics uh black hole stuff and i knew this dude was smart in high school and you just don't realize how smart certain people are i mean this is elite level type of stuff so uh congrats to him and um every i mean everyone is doing their own thing and it's just so cool that everyone can go their own way and no one feels like well i i've got to do that or i gotta i gotta and there's some people that have to do the parents thing a certain way and it, it's good to be around people like that but you just are you just are reminded like no i that's not the way that's not what i want that if that person's happy doing that that is great and uh you know and we're going to be talking about you know, once you get certain responsibilities, like being a parent, buying a house, buying certain cars, you get nailed down, down, and that takes away from your freedom. And some people, they don't value their freedom that much. Some people have different uh, visions of what freedom is, and we're going to get into that into a, right now, actually. So for me, I, I think success on a certain level can be defined as decentralized freedom you know, cars and corporate jobs and houses and can all be signs of supposed success in, in a traditional light even some say spouses but all of those things all of those things cars corporate jobs houses and and some say spouses they anchor you down you get anchored down now you might be it might be fun for you to be anchored down with a house or a, or a wife or a nice car or a corporate job but you just can't run. You just cannot pick up and get out of there. You are, that is your centralized point of being nailed down. And I think a form of success, and this is up, everyone can make their own uh, definitions of what success is, what happiness is, what freedom is, is that success is when you have nothing holding you back. No central aspect of your life pulling you back, keeping you in one place and slowing you down and that's why you're you're totally decentralized <laughs> there's nothing you, you can go anywhere you can work at any time you can do anything you you don't have a set schedule from day now some people desire those type of things like a, a centralized order to their lives but for me this is again some some people are, i see you know getting a car getting a getting a house is like that that's not that's holding me back so that's i'm not going to be as successful in my eyes as i i would like to be or i'm not going to be as happy as as i i would like to be now i mean they couldn't come i mean one has to admit a house is so much work and, it, and i've had houses i've said this before uh and and there's certain people say well you have you have a lot of bitcoin you should get a house no that we that will hold that will slow everything down that that I won't be happy that way. Um, so it's, it's different. I, I don't want everyone. The reason I'm using the word success is because I think a lot of people strive. Like I gotta have that big house. I gotta have that hot wife. I gotta have. I gotta have um, that car. And I gotta. I gotta have the best job possible. And that's it. Hold, all those things can hold you back big time. And you might. You might not be very happy if you're being held back. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't have a lot of money. And, and and just are so free and that's they're happy that's 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 their success so anyway it, 
again, going back to my reunion, that I was thinking about this before the reunion. There weren't there weren't people that were showing stuff off. I, I give them, I give the people that were that showed up tonight. No one is into uh showing off and um what was it called? Uh, signaling. Nobody was signaling. That, that was pretty cool. But again, everybody does a little different thing. Yeah, yeah. We I think we already know on this channel signaling not a good sign if, if, if you feel the need to tell everybody what exactly you have and ooh, look at this that and the other no they, then you know that deep down that person is 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 not happy if they're but in today's world it's all about signaling it is all about signaling it's all people are getting things just to show off and we're going to get into that in one second pound that like button ooh, i didn't know my voice had gotten this messed up tonight and it started raining tonight in baltimore too uh, god so I, I sent this to Vention. Everybody knows that Vention uh, got got diagnosed with some uh, colon. Uh, uh, well, I guess this is colon. Yeah, it's colon cancer. Yeah. Well, anyway, he he's got a great attitude. He's working on it. I I sent him you know all this stuff about fasting and and all, I've talked about fasting many times on the show. And we're not going to talk about this, but in my little research that I was doing to just find out even more for Vention. I, I, well, I actually stumbled upon this story about a guy who had a, a very serious case of cancer. I mean, it was like it spread all over his body. It was it was it was terrible. Um, I forgot what uh, what type of cancer he originally had, but it, it was horrible. And he had nothing to lose, so he he heard about this drug. Well, it's a dewormer. It's a dewormer for dogs. It's called Panicker C. I linked to the article below. It's a guy named Joe Tippins. And it he didn't die. He was going to die like in two months or less. And the dude is alive to this very day. Now, I mean, many of you are going to say this sounds way too good to be true. And it does say sound way too good to be true. But there had been past research into this type of drug that – but not much research that it had – killed cancer in certain animals i think again it, i think when they were testing pancreas c out on dogs they they were seeing that it had killed cancer uh, it, it, and this guy it, joe tippins he's very honest he's he he shares letters of people who took pancreas c and it stopped their cancer uh, but then some people that died and um so it's it is not a cure-all uh uh i am saying this to all the people out there pancreas c is a cheap drug is a cheap dog dewormer that anyone can buy if if i found out i had cancer i i would i would buy this stuff i would i would try it there's nothing to lose it is not does not make you sicker if you have cancer okay it definitely now you don't this is the type of thing that's not researched a lot and i read about this in other places is because it is a very cheap thing it is there's no company it's not worth their while to figure this out and say, oh, now I can sell cheap pancreas and everyone's going to get cured of cancer. Uh, and that's kind of the sick aspect of the uh, health system that we are currently in. Now, again, the, the, the health system is totally skewed by all the the, the state insurance. And um, if if it was totally free market, I think we, we would come up uh, – cancer research would be um, – definitely different than it is right now it seems like right now cancer treatment it, it's it's not to it's to kind of prolong things it's 
it's to keep cancer out there so people can keep treating it. Uh, and again, I am not saying this is a cure or, or, or if Joe Tippins, this guy, Joe Tippins, if he's not going to get cancer and die one day again, he, he may, he may, be, but again, he had a very aggressive form of cancer. He had two months to live and it's like been a few years now. So something, something has happened. And some people did uh, point out that before he took the, the drug, he went on a, uh, well, he, uh, he was having a chemo and he couldn't swallow. He, he couldn't eat for, um, four weeks. So he, he went on a giant fast beforehand. So some people say, well, maybe it was the fast that triggered it. I do, I, I do not know. I do not know. Again, if I, if I, God forbid, ever got cancer, I would immediately fast, um, for seven days. And, um, I would, I would also now try pan curse C. So this is interesting stuff. This is what you get on beyond Bitcoin. I'm interested in, in, yeah, alternative health, alternative health treatments that aren't going to kill you that where you have nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose by by trying that out. Uh, I mean, if you've got an aggressive form of cancer or if you've been going back and forth with the cancer thing for a a while, because some of these stories were pretty amazing, including this guy, Joe Tippins. And it has, it's a little odd. This people aren't, uh, mainstream media isn't even picking up on this either. Again, a lot of their sponsors are uh, big, big, Big companies, big drug companies that, that make a lot of money off of uh, cancer continuing to exist. And uh, it, it would just be so great for the world if indeed there is a cheap way for even 10% of the people to get rid of cancer. That would that would be unbelievable. So I'm just I'm throwing that out there. Uh, uh, something that was in the news. Paul Joseph Watson and a bunch of other people. And I don't even as some of the I mean, like Farrakhan and, 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 and really bad dudes. They all got kicked off of Facebook recently, right? That was just this past week. Now, again, I, I do not like Louis Farrakhan at all. Um, but I I say, you know what? Freedom of speech. Let him say what he's going to say. I mean, I, I don't care. I don't care. He's a, he's a, he's a lunatic. Um, but Facebook is a private company. I, I, I go back to that. They can kick off who any, anybody they want to kick off. Uh, but, but it seems like there's a, there's a lot of private companies going in a direction of getting rid of undesirables and it's, it's in social media now, but again, in the video that I linked to below that Paul Joseph Watson talks about his situation that he's pretty unhappy about. Um, he talks about, you know, the next step that they are going to do. And, and again, they is, there's no day exactly. There's, you know, these, these companies that want to fit in. Um, but yeah, bank, your, your, your bank accounts will be closed. Okay. Uh, undesirable people's bank accounts. They won't be able to open bank accounts at banks. And I've talked about this before. And I say, you know what? I'm glad Paul Joseph Watson is noticing this and is talking about this. And the next thing he should say that he doesn't say is get into Bitcoin, be your own bank. So you don't have to worry about it. You can say anything you want to say anywhere. And no one can say like, no, you, you can you can just put up your middle finger to them when they say I'm not going to bank with you. You can say great, I, I don't want I don't want to deal with you, Bank of America. I don't want to deal with you, Wells Fargo. If you don't like what I have to say, I got Bitcoin. It's my own bank. So uh, this 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 censorship that we see this going on. It's not it, this banning of people by various social media companies. I, I think it's fine because it's going to lead people to Bitcoin if they're smart. If they're smart, and again, alternatives can can open up to, to Facebook and everything. And I personally, again, I, in 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 um, 
the stuff that I manage, my social media that I manage, which is basically the comment section below my videos, um, I let people say anything they want to say. I get called all sorts of names all the time. I, I don't. It, it, it doesn't bother me. But uh, big companies, they they don't like certain views. They, they don't want to have anything to do with it. Um, that That's, you know, Paul Joseph Watson is tame. He is tame. It is, it's silly. Uh, that, that, that they get they get rid of him, but whatever that that's their prerogative. They don't make it. I think what everybody's angry about, and and people have the right to be angry about this, is that you know Facebook hasn't made it very clear. Like, well, what can you really say? What what is allowed? Like, like put it out there. Say you can't give a conservative view on stuff. Thus, if you do, we're gonna we're gonna ban you. So then, people who give conservative views and stuff, then they'll, they'll then they won't want to do business with Facebook. But Facebook doesn't make it that easy, whatever. It's all big game. It's all big virtue signaling. Um, uh, th there's so many people who think this is great, that people are being silenced. I do not think, I think it's I think it's bad that people are being silenced, but they're not. And eventually they're gonna be, people are gonna try to financially silence them, which has already happened with WikiLeaks and all that, and they will find Bitcoin. So all this uh, silencing that is going on, it, it's quick, it's making people, get closer and closer to Bitcoin. It's speeding up the Bitcoin adoption. It's just um, a lot of people don't realize it yet at all that, that this is just the, the first step in silencing people is is social media. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't I, I don't care what you know Farrakhan and all those people that, that dislike me for whatever reason they can they can say what they want to say. I think I think having all lots of ideas out there are great um even though so many of them are totally insane but let them be let let the let this let people judge for themselves and i think what people say well, well certain people won't be able to figure out okay they're stupid they won't be able to figure out let people go down these deep dark paths they're just going to ruin themselves you don't have to micromanage everybody else's lives if people want to join the farrakhan thing and, and get get stuck in that get stuck in some cult or whatever that then they ruin their own lives. They 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 should be able to figure it out on their own, man. We don't we don't need to silence people. And again, I that is definitely a dude who I think is the worst of the worst. But whatever, that's what I think. Maybe you like that kind of thing. I don't know. I think it should all be out there. But private companies are going to do what they're going to do. All right, all right. And you know what? If YouTube wants to kick me out and wants to doesn't want to do business with me anymore, that that that's their business. Great, great. It's I'll, I'll find something else to do in life. I that that's the attitude I have. Yeah, you know, I, I'm reliant on myself. Personal responsibility is the new counterculture. You, if you have that positive attitude, you're always going to have a you're always going to find other positive people and de and develop uh, successful endeavors. Um, you just might have to have a smaller circle. You might not. You don't have to be famous. You know what I mean? Whatever. All right. So he, here is a uh, people. People have talked about. Well, here we go. Vention is in the is in the super chat. He just sent five bucks. Whoa! What are you doing up this late? I have an excuse. I just got off of work. Laugh, laugh out loud. I'm doing hardcore intermittent fasting, Adam. This cancer's gotta go, dude. Vention. I, again, I told everyone. Vention, thank you for the five dollars. I told everyone at the beginning of the show that Vention has got such a great attitude with this. And yeah, I'm glad he's trying the, the fasting. And uh, I, everyone, you know. By the way, people, you don't have to be sick or anything like that to, to try fasting. Fasting is great. It just what fasting, by the way, like here, here we go. We we're talking about the dog medicine. You don't if you don't have cancer, don't take dog medicine. OK, it's not something that's going to prevent your that, that's silly. You can get that's that's not worth it. But 
if you don't have cancer, doing healthy things like eating f- healthy foods, intermittent fasting, uh, hey man, it, it 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 doesn't hurt you. It it's gonna maybe it'll keep you healthy, but it's not it, it it's uh, it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt you. So I'm glad to see the Vention. You know, Vention unfortunately he had he got cancer, and then that's how he, it triggered his intermittent fasting. Whatever, that's the way it happened. You. Hopefully out there, none of you get cancer and you trigger intermittent fasting on your own just by watching videos like this. And by the way, just, you know, look it up on YouTube. You'll find all the benefits and and, and not just intermittent fasting, but taking, you know, five-day fast that, that uh, restart your immune system, supposedly, all this good stuff. So we, we're talking about, well, uh, Yaron Brook, and I don't link to this video below, but um, he was talking about that there's some people out there that just... They, they love hearing about people who want to tear down society, who just want to rip it all apart, whether it be start a new socialist society or just, just a, a whole revamping of society. And you know what? That can be very entertaining to watch videos of people proposing these giant revolutions, okay? But it's just a dream. It, it's you're, you're kind of wasting your time. I mean, it might, it, it's like tear down. I mean, it, it, I was about to say, I can't say the word. Uh, uh, it's it's somewhat inspirational for your imagination, I guess. But um, it's just, a, you, you shouldn't aim to tear down society. It, that's a waste of time. Tear down your own life. If you are, if you're unhappy with the situation of the world, just tear down your own life because you cannot tear down society. And, and and I mean, that that's a huge endeavor um, to say, okay, we, we're living in a capitalist economy. I want it to become a socialist economy and I want to just rip it all up to shreds. You, you can't do that as an individual, but individually you can rip off yourself. You can tear down yourself. So again, people like to, to hear all these big talkers on, on YouTube say, I mean, this is how we're going to do it. This is, this is what we're going to do. Oh, we're revolutionaries. Uh, and, and people start to live vicariously through them, but they don't really tear down society. I mean, they might, they might ins- inspire people to make individual changes in each other, in, in their lives. And that is good. So it all starts with individuals tearing down their own lives. Okay. If you're not satisfied, if you're like, tear down, start anew, you, you can do it. You, you can definitely do it. You can definitely do it, but don't, don't think like I'm waiting for society to be torn down. Then my life will be better. Uh-uh, you're going to be waiting a real long time, dude. Personal responsibility is the new counterculture. Pound that like button. And uh, now this was not tonight that I heard this story. I just want to, just in case anybody from tonight is, is watching this. Um, but there's somebody that I encountered recently. He was, and this is the life that I'm so glad I don't have. This is what mainstream society, if you just, if you have the regular goals of success and signaling that most people ha- want to ha- have they, these and they struggle their whole lives to get the big house, the great job, uh, sending the kids to the great schools, sending uh, and, and getting the, uh, the, the four cars and going on vacations twice a year. If, if that's your focus, you end up in a situation like this dude did. Okay. I, I know of someone he's at a freaking school play and, um, he got he got seats in, in the front row, and apparently some other guy had claimed those seats beforehand. Another father, and that father starts cursing at this other dude, trying to fight him. 
trying to fight over seats at a school play. I mean, what what is society? It's so meaningless. Um, but that's mainstream life today. That's that's what you end up. <laughs> that's what traditional society like guides you to. Like, to you, you end up at your kid's school play, and there's another dude that thinks you took his seats. His his seat. There's no one has seats. No, who cares if you're in the front row or the second row or the third row? People put value in the most meaningless things. The most meaningless things, and almost get into a fist fight in front of their children. So th th that's to the extreme level, you know, of, of valuing meaningless things. Everything, it becomes a fight for everything. I must have the best seat at the school play. I must have the best. And, and what kind of life is that? What kind of life is that, man? Um, and so many people end up just arguing over the most petty, worthless things because to them, they find value in it. I mean, where, where have we gone wrong? Well, again, live in the Bitcoin overlay. You, you won't end up in that situation. Now, um, I was thinking about sports the other day. There's certain aspects of professional sports that have become so predictable now that I, I, I'm going to make a prediction. And there's now professional sports, which are, are supposed to all be about merit, are not, are not about being the best anymore on, on a certain level. And this prediction... We'll show you that, that, um, well, here we go. I think by the end of the year, by the end of the, and, and Major League Baseball, this is a shame that I'm pointing out because Major League Baseball of all the sports is the best sport. It is. Um, but uh, my prediction is for Major League Baseball, that Tim Tebow will be on the New York Mets by the end of the year. Now, as you all know, Tim T Tebow used to be a, a quarterback. In college, he was great. In the NFL, he was okay. And uh, he he decided to start a minor league baseball career, and they keep moving him up. They keep moving up, him up, but he's not a he's not that great. He tries like a, I mean that man. He's got conviction. Okay, so this is not Tim Tebow's fault. This is just the fault with society today. The New York Mets are just going to put him on the team that makes some money, and, and that's just it's sad that I can predict that. But that, that's going to happen. And he doesn't deserve to be on the Mets. He doesn't deserve to be in Major League Baseball. He doesn't deserve to be in A, probably. Now he's in AAA. Um, there, so there's some little sports commentary for Adam. But there are other things, you know, that are now, like, really predictable about sports. They're just – I'm not saying they're not rigged. That's not that's – not, that's the incorrect word. But it's just you – know, the whole thing about sports, you're not supposed to know what's going to happen next. It's, it's, it's a competition you know, the, the the little guy can beat the big guy sometime, but he earns it when he beats the big guy. Um, but now, just like in society, people are just being pushed ahead just for, for gimmick, gimmicky reasons and stuff. So I'm sure you uh, people can think about other aspects of professional sports that could be predicted now. Uh, don't worry about sports, though, at all. I do not put any time into sports anymore. Um, except the baseball score and, and that. But the other one, I used to uh, – as those of you familiar with this know, I I, I've, I gave up the NFL. Uh, well, now is the, the start of the 2016 season, and man, has my life been great since then. Yeah, coincidentally, Bitcoin's gone to the moon since then too. But I focused, I focused a lot on. I've had a lot more time for Bitcoin. 
not a lot more time for Bitcoin since giving up the NFL and giving up all the all the, all the nonsense and stuff. But yeah, since I'm from Baltimore, yeah, I still check the Orioles score, even though the Orioles are horrible. But uh, I still know what's going on. I still know what's going on in Major League Baseball, and that's why I can say that Tim this is going to happen to Tim Depot. Tim Tebow. It's kind of funny that it, of all people, it's Tim Tebow because in the NFL he actually showed talent. But yet he was kind of discriminated against. I don't want to get into that argument. All right. He, he won a playoff game, but then he never really – he was never a starting quarterback again either. Nah, it's, it's a, let's not get into sports. Let's not get into sports. So here's a video uh, by man going his own way money. I'm not um, – and that, that dude's got an awesome channel. I've mentioned him before. And he says, he gave some words of wisdom, learn how to avoid the wrong decisions. Just learn how, he just says, learn how to avoid, that's how you, how you get by in life. Learn how to avoid the wrong decisions. That's wisdom. That is, I think that is an interesting decision, this definition of wisdom. Once you've learned how to avoid the wrong decisions, because there's a lot of smart people. Who make the wrong decisions they haven't learned yet they haven't learned there are a lot of smart people in crypto they're making all sorts of wrong decisions they they've got they're like oh i understand every technical aspect of this altcoin it's so much better than bitcoin thus since i'm a genius and i understand that this thing is like a genius crypto i gotta buy this this this, this is gonna be the winner but it's not it's not that's the wrong decision if through experience you've seen there have been a lot of products that are awesome. There were a lot of products better than Facebook, a lot of social media better than Facebook, but it, that wasn't the way it is. The, the smartest, uh, most complex product does not always win. Um, but, but, and, and that, that's an extreme example of, of making the wrong decision. Because, um, I just wanted to point out that smart people can make wrong decisions, but there's a lot of stupid people that make a lot of wrong decisions. I mean, the 80 percenters, all they do is make wrong decisions. So if you can avoid, <laughs> If you can, you can really, but again, you have to be patient. You have to have long-term thinking. You have to be able to step back from so many things and, and think of to yourself like, wait a second, this is the wrong decision. Drop it, avoid it. So if you avoid all wrong decisions in your life, oh man, you are going to, you're going to have wisdom and you're going to, there's going to be success and you're not going to have to, you're not going to have to like score these like 10 X decisions. You know, there's, there's all, all these people talking about, uh, and I'm just talking about, well, I'm giving financial examples here, but um, you, you won't have to be like, have a big winning uh, investment or anything like that. If you just make, a, you avoid making all the wrong investments. There you go. Uh, and it's, I think you don't have to be a genius. It, you just have to be able to defer gratification, have long-term thinking in order and to and have some conviction and uh, just uh, be conscientious, conscientious, and you you will develop habits where you will be able to identify the wrong paths in life, the wrong decisions, and you just avoid them. And that's but but again, some some people are so hooked on the mainstream life that even even when they're getting into a situation like getting married. And they they sense like wait a second this is this is not right for me this woman but they have to because that's what everybody else is doing fitting in is overrated if you think fitting in is very important you will end up making many many wrong decisions and thus you will not be successful in life.
Wall Street Journal article that I wanted to bring up last week, but I, I ran out of time. Um, top Democrat proposes annual tax on unrealized capital gains. This is a plan from Senator Ron Wyden, and it would treat increased value of long-term investments like income. So if, if you had a long-term investment, but you didn't cash it out, it, it, you know, you, you owned a lot of stocks that had gone up an incredible amount in value, um, but you, you didn't do anything with them, you would get taxed on the amount that they went up in value. It, it was as if you made income just because they went up in, in uh, value. And that is straight up theft. That is straight up theft. That that time, and I know they do this in certain European countries. I think in, in Norway, they the, the guys in Norway were saying, "Oh yeah, we get ta the value of our Bitcoin. If it went up in value, we get taxed one percent on that every year." Uh, unbelievable. That that's when you get out of that kind, and and people are leaving Norway for that kind of thing. Now, if that happened in the United States, I, I obviously would not be happy. I I I, I mean. So much wealth would leave the United States if that happened. That's not how you create a, 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 that scares the producers away. Okay. So it's a short-term thinking plan by Senator Ron Wyden to, to tax, <laughs> tax unrealized capital gains. And again, that, that would be on Bitcoin too. So that would, that would encourage uh, Bitcoin people to go to mixers and try to make it as a, uh, anonymous as possible so that the government wouldn't know how much Bitcoin you had. So they couldn't determine how much they could tax you on the unreal. It, it's total theft. It is total theft. That is why I'm bringing it up. And it is an example of how you, you, if they actually did this in the United States and they won't do this, they will not do this in the United States. If they did it in the United States, oh man, a downward spiral really real fast, real fast. Because everyone who could understand what that was all about, they would leave this country. Um, and he, although they would still be tax slaves, they just would never pay their taxes again. They would never return to the United States. Th that's it. It would just be the end right then and there. So, you know, th that, that is a recipe of uh, driving away wealth and productivity. And it's just, it's amazing that something like that can even be, it's, it's written about in the Wall Street Journal. Th this guy has the chutzpah to freaking even propose such a thing. It's straight up theft. <laughs> Ooh, it, I mean, it's, it's, again, it is envy. It's envy that you made you made the right decisions. You haven't even cashed out your right decisions yet, but you owe all the people who made the wrong decisions. You all, all the people who made the wrong decisions should now uh, should should be paid. Uh, you, this, your money should be stolen from you. You should be forced to sell some of your right decisions when you have you 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 had no plans to even sell your right decisions yet. I mean, it's it's an extreme. It's an extreme of the of of the current. Of the current system we live under, everybody, so many people, the 80 percenters think, well, just because someone's wealthy, they that's a they owe the people who are not successful. No, they don't. They don't. Just because you're wealthy, just because you're successful, does not mean you owe unsuccessful people anything. Unsuccessful people got to improve their own lives, take personal responsibility. So the the great economic, well, not economic invincibility, he's got a channel. He could be whatever. He could be great. He doesn't know. He doesn't understand crypto. I can tell you that correctly. And he, I mean, you don't have to agree with that. I don't agree with the dude on everything anyway, but he does say this when you're buying something, you got to think everything that you buy, why are you buying this for you? Are you buying it because it adds value to your life? Are you buying it 
for status, to signal to others. And that is just a great, a great way to break down your, your, your uh, purchasing uh, habits. Am I purchasing this because it, it brings me value? Like um, these pants, I, I need these pants. They are keeping me warm. I need a pair of pants. You do need a pair of pants, definitely. It's giving you value. It's, 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 it's giving you warmth. But I mean, do you need a thousand dollar designer jeans? That what are they providing you? Is it how's that helping you? Yeah, sure, they're keeping you warm, but the other ten dollar pair keep you just as warm. It's it's buying you status. It's buying you. You're signaling. You're telling people how great you are. And that's not going to get you anything in the long run. Now, again, if you're, a, you're if you're a salesman, sometimes a salesman can justify. You know, he's got to get a good suit because in his line of work. People see him with his his good suit. They they're going to be more likely to buy his product. Okay, I mean th there's a justification for it right there. But 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 otherwise, most people out there, you know, they see an advertisement on TV. Oh man, I, I got to get that. That's the latest and greatest. That's the latest and greatest car. Well, do you, is it bringing you value, or is it bringing you status? And it's, it's bringing you. It's, it's definitely bringing you status most of the time. The stuff that you see advertised on TV, you don't need it. And trust me, you're not really getting status. So Guy Bennett, he sent $5 in the super chat. He said, does this mean the government pays you if your long-term investment drops in value? A Guy Bennett, pound that freaking like button. That was an awesome comment. Yeah, exactly. No, it doesn't. And it doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that. Yeah, but yet it, it should. If, in theory, it should. In theory, it should. If, but no, the government is a, is a, is a criminal. It's a theft. It's, it's, they're all about the theft. Um. No, if your long-term investment dropped in value, you you would not get a uh, the government would not pay you under that. No, that of course that that would never happen. That's not what this is. That's not what this is about at all. But uh, if if it was fair, if the system that this dude is preparing is fair, yeah, sure. Oh, your Bitcoin went down in value this year. We're gonna we're gonna reimburse you now because you know when it went up in value, you pay. Oh God, but good. I, I like that guy, Bennett. Very, very good, very good comment. What else do I have here? Yes, I think everybody knows something this about me. I am a Bitcoiner. I'm not a YouTuber. I have a YouTube channel, but this is my YouTube channel is about talking about Bitcoin. I think in, in, in any subject matter that you're into in life, and somebody has a channel, is that person doing it to be a YouTuber? Or is it because they're a fan of your hobby or a fan of the, the thing you're into? Um, and, and, and on YouTube, so many people, maybe at first they get they they got into YouTube to talk about what they loved, but so many people just morph into YouTubers. They they're just gonna make their they're gonna follow the algorithm, they're gonna talk about what they once loved. You know, it could be tropical fish, it could be dogs, it could be entertaining children, it could be Bitcoin, whatever. And they're just going to follow whatever gets them the most hits. And thus, they have become a YouTuber. They are no longer what they, they originally got into YouTube for. So I think everybody can agree that Adam freaking Meister, he is a strong hand Bitcoiner. No fancy sets or graphics, no following the popular algorithm. There would be no Beyond Bitcoin show. If this was about uh, making a popular cryptocurrency channel um, and and following the the Bitcoin uh, following the YouTube algorithm at all, so 
Um, you know, some people say, "Oh, well, you're a YouTuber." Well, no, 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 no. I have a I have a show on YouTube where I discuss Bitcoin and, and cryptocurrency, and then I discuss some personal life things, and I give a little bit of advice here and there. But no, I am a Bitcoiner. I am a holder. I base my decisions on uh, on 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 Bitcoin news, not on uh, what's the what's the pop what's the flavor of the month on YouTube. That's what I'm going to talk. No, that's not what's talked about here. That's not, because you, you can do a sometimes you could do a search. Actually, I did a little experiment. You could do a search on Bitcoin on YouTube and then see like videos that were posted in the last day, and they're like all about the same things. <laughs> that's like that are that's written about on CoinDesk usually, and I think most, if not all, the time, what's being talked about on this channel is not it's not what's being talked about on those channels. Not all that. I mean, sometimes you, know, you just you stumble upon something that is that is very popular and, and newsworthy. But man, no, I don't get my ideas from CoinDesk at all. At all. Uh, so, whatever. If you are a content creator out there and you want to make a lot of money, then yeah, just blindly follow the algorithm. Okay, Bl blindly. I mean, then you're a YouTuber. That's great. Then you're a YouTube. The world needs YouTubers. Eighty percenters need YouTubers. But um. Yeah, I I I love uh, intelligent content. Okay, and not every the twenty percenters of the world. We're not we're not going to have a uh, uh, the the stuff we love. I don't think is ever going to be uh, the most popular stuff on, on YouTube. YouTube is pretty ma mainstream now, man. YouTube is is the mainstream. Will soon be the mainstream media. Uh, but whatever. At least hey, I'm not complaining. They give me a voice. I I like I like the platform. I'm doing what I'm going to do. And I can be a Bitcoiner, and I know not to all of a sudden become the altcoin flavor of the month guy just to get, uh, just to fit the algorithm. Oh, God. All right. What, again, content, future content creators of the world. That's your, uh, that's your decision out there. That's your, and the, but, but this, the thing that's also true is you, these young people who, it's sad. Like they were into whatever little fad they were into, making comics or, Pikachu, I don't know what the hell you, what the heck young people are into, and their their channel got really really popular, and they knew how to surf that uh, that algorithm. They loved it. They were the top of the world, and they started to value their wealth in you know popularity on YouTube. And then the algorithm changes a little bit, and then they don't know how to do it anymore because they become a total YouTuber. They don't even care about the darn Pikachu hobby anymore, and then they end up killing themselves. I mean, there are people out there. It's really. Uh, it's frightening. It's frightening again because they they strayed from what they love. They they became YouTubers. I think you get it, people. All right. Speaking about uh, something that I noticed in in, pol in presidential politics. And again, don't waste your time on don't waste your time on presidential politics. But it's all in your face. The new trend is just like back in the day. If you're going to run for president, you needed a lot of experience. Okay, you needed experience. People would laugh at you if you didn't have experience. Then Obama, he became president. He did not have that much experience. I mean, he was a state senator, and then he was only a, a senator for a very short period of time. Now, the new flavor of the month in politics, everybody. I, I mean, you could be a mayor of freaking South Bend, Indiana, and you're running from you're running. Uh, that that woman, Stacey Abrams, who lost a governor's election, people were saying she should run for president. She should be vice president. Kind of experience is this? Uh, and again, 
Um, but not an experience again, Donald Trump, he had experience in not in politics, but in at least in business and stuff. We're we're talking right now in, in 80% of our land, it is whatever is cool and new, let's just jump on it. It doesn't matter if they have any experience in the world, it's just flavor of the month. So this is this is totally blended into politics now. Um, just the general uh the general way most people are in life in life to be impulsive. Most people are impulsive. They just want ooh, the, the newest, newest, they don't care what, what it stands for or anything like that. I want the newest, I want the best. So in, in, in presidential politics, I mean, there are a lot of people like, oh, that person is new and beautiful and pretty. Must be that I gotta get on that. So I've noticed that with uh and so yeah, it, it is like a beauty, it's a beauty contest. It, it's more than that. It is it's even worse than that. It's just we want the the most different thing out there. Who who can give us the the newest, least experienced, and that's that's who I'll support. Yeah. All right. So yeah, flavors of the month in altcoins, flavors of the month in presidents. Now everything's a flavor of the month in, in the mainstream society. Uh, so again, if, again, have a long term plan in life. Don't get distracted by flavors of the month. You'll be pretty successful. Uh, Christian people out there, I'm not Christian, but somebody sent me this video uh, from a, some, a Christian group in Samaria that, that did a tour of Samaria in Israel. So if you're if you're a Christian person out there and you like, uh, I linked to a video that you might like. I, somebody sent it to me. So uh, there are some Christian people out there that out there that that watch my videos and like when I talk about Israel. Well, here's something that's I did a video from Samaria. And you got uh, a, a guy having a little bit of a Christian take on it, interviewing a guy uh, out there. So there's there's something different. Most people are like Adam. I don't give a darn about that. Yeah, I can I can see why you don't have to give a darn about it at all. Uh, what else? Uh, something. On, I'll talk about this next week. Finally, finally, this is about Judaism a little bit. Um, a lot, a lot of talk about anti-Semitism. I think uh, this guy Rabbi Sachs from uh, England has a, a good, a very short video about uh, what anti-science, anti, anti uh, connection between anti-Semitism, anti-Zionism. Um, I don't even know what that word. And something anyway. He he. It's a good explanation of what anti-Semitism has. Uh, or anti Jew, what, what what's it's, what it's morphed into? I think because uh, there's a lot of people say, "Well, I'm just uh, I'm just I just don't like Israel. I, I'm I'm just I just hate you Zionist or something like that." He gives a it's a good video. Give it it's it's it, it's it's real fast. It's 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 real fast. And yes, so many people that say they're anti-Zionist. It's just it's just a way to say you know I don't like Jews. It is it's it, it is, and it's a good it's a good video. It's a good video, but we're not going to get into that right now. You check out Rabbi Sachs yourself. I'm not going to get into the whole explanation. He does a great job. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, check out the links below. Remember, Bitcoin show every day of the week. This is the day that we go beyond Bitcoin. And yeah, I guess I'll go to sleep soon. I got to get up in the morning, uh, I guess in five, less than, much less than five hours. All right. Have a great night, everyone. And uh, I'll say hi to everybody in the chat. Bye-bye.